morning, gentlemen. Welcome back. Coming to you live from the Summerson Community College, Summerson, Philadelphia. Beautiful, lovely, lively Monday morning over here. Kicking off another <clears throat> Shemayna Prakam week as we continue through uh, the land of Shemayna Prakam of the Rambam in the middle of the fourth parak. And the Rambam is developing over here his methodology, the treatment of the ailments of the soul, the sicknesses of the spirits, and the Midas issues, character trait problems, when they're out of whack, which uh, really represents uh, a diseased nefesh, how you cure that nefesh. And the Rambam built up so far, again, you've told us and showed us that every Midah has has a three major settings, but it's a slide bar, which can have, you know, innumerable settings along that slide bar. Every Midah has to be thought of as a sliding bar scale where you have the two extremes and you have the setting in the middle, the correct setting in the middle where we want you to be. The, the um, <clears throat> balance, the balance. And the healthy nefesh is the one that, that is able to have that balance, achieves that balance naturally, does that as its natural mode of operations. The unhealthy nefesh, the diseased nefesh, is the one that's drifting towards the poles, towards the extremes, and the more the drift, the more the disease. The more extreme, the more this person has in, in that area an illness that has to be cured. And the Rambam told us that uh, that um, every meat is like this. So far, he didn't make any exceptions to any of the meters. He said every meat is like this. You have the poles, you have the extremes, and when a person is going to be in need of treatment, that's the person that that whatever the meter is, he has either too much of it or too little of it. Not enough is a crankite, and too much of it is also a crankite, whatever the meter is. We want that balance in the middle. The Rambam hasn't yet told us how exactly to pull that off, right? Now we're gonna now we're ready for the Rambam to get into the I know he was working on like the the, the diagnostics. Now we're ready for the prognostics for the treatment of the uh, of the <clears throat> The, uh, <clears throat> the sicknesses of the soul, Rabbi Sai, the ailments of the of the spirits. <laughs> Says the Rambam. Veda Sha'ilu Hamilas Bahapisiomidas. The advantages and the disadvantages, the pluses and the minus that a person can have in every any given midah. Loya givula yesyashu vanevish rak but kefal hapulas habois manamida hi pa omen rabbis, was man orak vahargela behem. What creates a certain tendency, a certain approach to life, a certain setting in any media, any character trait that any person has? What, you know, you have a person who is a very angry person. You have a person who is a very relaxed person. You have a person who is right there in the middle. He's, he's not someone who is too relaxed. He's not someone who is too angry. He knows how to control his temper, but he knows when to be firm. He knows when to stand up to people. He knows when to present a serious face to his children. You know, he knows what? No, when he stops. That's right. He knows when to stop. He knows when to draw the line. That's right. He's in control. So so any meter, whether a person is too much, too little, or he's in the middle, a person's default meter, the Rambam says, the Rambam gives us a big insight over here. A person has a default setting, like how they normally operate, and what they normally do, what creates that default setting in a person, whether I'm someone with a temper issue, anger management issue, whether I don't get angry enough, I'm too tolerant, 
I, I'm told this. It could be two talents, two easy goes. But whether I'm just there in the middle, what that that that, that is established through habits and through repeated behavior, through training. Hergel says the Rambam, accustoming myself, habituating myself. What creates my standard approach, my standard mida, my standard operating modus is Hergel. What I have acquainted myself with, what I've accustomed myself to, what I've done for many times over a long length of time. Repetitive, re- repetitive behavior and rote. If what I have trained myself to do, repeated behaviorisms, if they're good, if I have over a long course of time controlled my anger, gotten myself to speak to people in a calm way, not been agitated, that's going to create in me a default setting where my mida, my default approach to life is going to be a good one. But if I've trained myself, I've always allowed myself to get angry and shatter people, lose it, if that's my training, that's going to create a disadvantage, it's going to create an illness, a disease. The Rambam is saying something very, very fascinating over here. The diseases and the health of the nefesh are actually done from the outside in, from repeated behaviors, from repeated behaviorisms. Let's pause for a moment. There's a number of fascinating, um, you know, Insights and takeaways we have from this Rambam. First of all, we see from the Rambam that my midas are defined by my default operating mode. How I operate when I'm going with the grain. That's my mida. What my inclinations are, what I want to do. Not what I force myself to do, but what I find myself doing naturally. Now let's stop and, 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 and contemplate that for a moment. <clears throat> the Rabbi has been telling us that a person with bad meters, bad tendencies, to do, he does bad things, his, his personality is, has bad traits to it, he's a diseased person and he has to cure himself. We see now from the Rambam that what defines whether or not I have bad traits, not so much what I do, but what I want to do what is it that I want, what I want to do? What's my inclination? What is my push? What is my interest? What do I find myself wanting to do? So that means even if a person ends up controlling himself and he speaks very nicely and he smiles at everyone and he, he uh, doesn't lose it, but if he wants to lose it the whole time, if he's seething with anger and he's just agitated, beyond control, but... Just like something in the room that, that is able to make him control himself. Someone he is afraid of, someone he respects, someone that he is interested in, in having a good reputation with that person and having looking good in that person's eyes. If that's the situation and, and I'm able to control myself, that doesn't mean necessarily to have good meters. It doesn't mean I'm a healthy person. The ability to control yourself doesn't mean you're a healthy person. Your health and, 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 and illness are determined by what you want to do. That's what we see in the Rambam. What's my default? What What's my, you know, min um, hastam, my my standard approach to life, even when there's nobody else around, even when there's no one to see me, even when there's no one that I'm afraid of, even when it's just me and my bnei bais, me and my spouse, me and my kids, 
I don't have to worry about any repercussions. I don't have any guests over. I don't have to worry about what people are going to think about me, what people are going to say about me. What do I do when I'm at, when, 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 when there's no one around to see what I'm doing? I.e., what's my default in terms of my character, in terms of my personality? That is a litmus test to if I'm diseased or healthy, if I'm unwell or well. <clears throat> if a person is always struggling, but he wins, he's still ill. He still has a sickness. He still has a disease. Because, again, the Ram is telling us that's whatever I'm accustomed to doing, whatever I'm habituated to do, whatever my hergel is, that is the snapshot of who I really am in terms of my mitzvah. So this is a scary thing. person can say, I never lose my temper. I never get angry at a single person. I wouldn't shout at a fly. But if I want to shout at all the flies, if, you know, I really want to... If I had a button on my car that had missile launchers, I would blow up that car in front of me. Uh, that guy who's going three miles below the speed limit, or uh, a bigger chutzpah, he has a chutzpah to, to go the speed limit. Chutzpah, you know, they, they have these one-lane highways, these back roads in the country, so you like you take the back roads because, you know, you get there faster, but the risk you always take when you take those back roads, the country roads, is you can be behind that guy that only goes the speed limit, or the guy that goes five miles below the speed limit, right? And then you're stuck. Because those are the country roads, there's never any passing, winding and wending their way in and out of the mountains and everything, right? So that's um, always a risk, right? But uh, but let's say you're never going to do road rage. You're not going to cut the guy off. You're not going to bump him. You're not going to you know rear-end him. But you really want to. You really want to, and you're fantasizing about it the whole time, fantasizing about running this guy off the road, fantasizing about pushing that button on the dashboard. That, uh, as you remember, there, there was a back from the 1980s. They had the Night Rider, the car with all the with the, with the missiles, right? Okay, you push the button and blow him up. If you're fantasizing about that, seething with rage at the guy, even if you're not actually going to commit road rage, but if you're seething with that rage, you are unwell. It's not about controlling the meat. It's about what meat that you're feeling. If you're feeling like you're boiling over, even if you control it, that's called an illness. That's what you see in the Rams. That's first of all a very a scary idea over here. Our midas are determined or defined by our inclinations, not by our actions. Everybody got that? Inclination, not action. And that's actually hand-in-hand hand and goes side-by-side side with an idea we saw earlier in the Rambam in the previous program. We saw that the Rambam tells us that you have to work on your midas even if there's nobody else around. Midas is not just an issue of benom l'chaveira, how I treat my fellow man. Midas work, character work is benom l'atzmai, is personal. Even if no one else is around, I have to be someone that my midas are worked at, are, are, are refined, are golden, are sterling, even if right now currently nobody else is around. We saw that earlier in the Rambam. It goes hand in hand with what we're seeing now, that midas are not defined by the impact that I have in society. Midas are defined by what's going on in my inner world. Is my inner world a healthy one, a calm one, a serene one? Or is my inner world agitated, raging, and thundering and chaotic, that is a sign of disease. So that's the Aleph. Again, so we see that what I've been accustomed to doing, my habit is is the barometer and the window of insight into who I really am. So even if I'm able to control myself, but if I'm within my inner world, I'm feeling all kinds of craziness, that means I ha- I, I'm unwell, I have to work that out. But you see something, there's, there's something positive also you see from the Rambam. Uh, the flip side of all this 
What's the reassuring note that we see in the Rambam? Um, the reassuring note is that if in general I'm a calm person, and in general I'm 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 serene, and in general my habit, my mode of operation, what I'm accustomed to doing is is I'm a chill that person. And even if people provoke me, can't really get me angry. And even if I'm in a you know a, a, a tense situation, I handle it well. Even inside, inside, I'm a calm person. If that's who I am in general, that's my normal modus operandi, then even if once in a while you are able to trigger me, you are able to push me over the edge, you are able to really punch my buttons and make me meshuga, and once in a while I lose it, that doesn't mean I have a bad midah. That's the converse of this. Meaning my midas and my state of whether I'm healthy or unhealthy, well or unwell, are determined by what I normally do, how I normally operate. So if I normally am chilled out, even once in a while, I, I, I could lose it. That doesn't mean I have a midah problem because I'm not unwell. Um, in general, I'm a healthy person. In general, I'm able to calm myself down. In general, I, I'm, I don't get agitated. And that is the koive, uh, that's the determining factor of, of the midas. So, so it works both ways. Um, there's, 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 uh, you know, the davar vehipuchai over here, the matter and its, and its flip side. The person um, is able to keep things bottled up, but he has to keep things bottled up, and he's not, he's not well, because inside he's always agitated. Inside he's normally calm. Once in a while you can provoke him. He's that doesn't make him unwell. So says the Rambam further. A person, when he's created, is not created with any strengths or weaknesses. A person hits this planet, you know, tabula rasa. He, he starts off not being molded either way. He doesn't have any habits yet. Commission of our paraches, like we explained in the last parak, last chapter. Over as he develops, as he, as he ages, um, he takes on the habits of his of his environment, the habits of his the people in his family. He, he is exposed to things, and he develops um, he develops uh, um, you know, a standard approach to things. He develops he develops habits and behaviorisms. It's possible a person will develop habits that are good, balanced ones. It's also possible that due to his environment, his exposure, who he's around, what 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 um, he uh, sees he will develop habits and midas that are too far to one or the other extreme. He can develop an illness, a sickness based on how he's brought up. He therefore has to take the treatment of, of, the, of being off balance the same way we would treat a body that's off balance, a muscle that's too weak or a muscle that's too strong. The body physically, when I have something that's out of alignment, you see which limb, which muscle, which organ has to be attended to. Person, you know, has has a a lazy eye. What do they do for a lazy eye? Person has a limb, has an organ. You know, we had Mr. Kastelansky joined us this morning for the Ahmed Yomishir. He walked in like with a bionic man. He has this this. This brace on his on his knee just got knee surgery. So when a person has a limb that has to be 
that has to be revitalized, you push it beyond what it's supposed to do, right? You overwork it. You overwork it. Someone wants to be a good baseball slugger, so he overworks his arms. He bats with three, four, five bats at a time. You know these guys getting ready for the, the batter's box, right, Arthur? When they're on deck, they practice with multiple bats, right? So that way when they hit one, with one bat, they, they, they gave it their all. So uh, someone has a lazy eye. What's the treatment? As an eye that's underworked, he has to cover the other eye. You force that eye to do twice as much work. You cover the good eye, and you make the lazy eye work twice as hard. That's how you get an organ, a limb, back into shape. You, you overwork it. You overwork it. Says the Rambam, with me, this is the same thing. With me, this is the same thing. <clears throat> we're going we're gonna to wrap up this paragraph. We're going to continue with this tomorrow. Um, the same way with a limb with an organ, you want to get a balance, you have to overwork it, and then it, 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 it slides back into the middle. That's what you do with all the meters as well. When you have a meter, character that's out of alignment, out of whack, you have to overcompensate it and let it slide back to the middle. That's going to be a whole discussion of itself, so we'll continue with that tomorrow, and everyone should have a wonderful today.